What up, everybody? My name is Matt Perry. Welcome back to Unscripted. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out Burnt CDs. Shout out DJ Trackstar in the chat. What else we got here? Me, Sunny James. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you've never tuned into the show, this is a story. Uh, this is a show about the power of music. And we have a, a very special guest today. Today's guest is DJ Hobby Beats. Yo, yo. And if you're on TikTok, <clears throat> you've definitely seen uh, Hobby Beats content. He's been one of the success stories for DJ content, actually. And beyond that, he's a fantastic party rocker and a producer as well. So I'm pleased to welcome to the show DJ Hobby Beats. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here in the uh, Serato studio where all the funnest toys are. Yeah, it's, this is uh, kind of rare, right? In-person chat at the... We got all the, all the emojis here. It's like a... It's wonderful. Something yeah. different. I uh, highly prefer being in person. It's, uh, it's, it's just better. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much <clears> for being <throat> our guest, man. Of course. Um, so... Uh, it was great to see you at NAM over the weekend. I feel like we got to address the fact that NAM weekend, a bit, a bit of a big event here in California. Um, and this was this was your first NAM, right? Uh, first time, yeah. I've never been, and uh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah it was so cool. <clears throat> I um, I didn't realize how big NAM was, so um, I think I was just like a kid in a candy store. I mean, it was just like you, me, and everyone else who does anything with music, like loves going to like guitar center just to like just to like mess around with everything and see what's what and nam it was like guitar center on steroids you know what i mean it was just like everything i would ever be interested in um so yeah it was super cool and i loved how many djs were there and uh how many people i got to like me and chat with and catch up with and i ran into a bunch of homies that i didn't even expect to see there um Literally, like, three different people came, like, homies of mine came up and, like, dapped me up during the middle of my set. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know you were here. Like, it was just cool to see everyone. That's right. So you were <clears> performing <throat> at the Pioneer DJ booth? Correct, yes. Anywhere else? No, just the Pioneer booth. Yeah, I was there Friday at noon. Nice. Shout out Pioneer DJ. Shout out Pioneer, Making Thank great you. product. Um, and this year, it was, it was actually kind of a small NAM. It was like, I've, I've been to NAMs before. This is actually kind of like a, um, a bit of a NAM light, if you will. Um, because of, obviously this is the first one since pandemic. That's that's what I've heard. I mean, that's what everyone there was telling me because I was like, wow, this is so big. And everyone's like, this is nothing. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, but it was kind of, I mean, obviously we want it to be packed and we want everyone there, but it was kind of nice for it to not be like super crowded. That's, that's um, what I thought too. Because it was definitely dense. It was like there were people there, but it wasn't like, you didn't feel like you were rubbing shoulders with everyone all the time, you know, which was probably good for a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Um, but in saying that, uh, I think, like you said, it was probably one of the most amazing things was to like actually see people again for the first time, especially DJs. You know, we've it's kind of like uh, you know the first time we've really got to hang out. Um, yeah, especially like DJs who don't necessarily live in LA or whatever, just like people who I've primarily interacted with via Twitch. You know, who who were there in person DJing, and that was like a really cool thing. And um, were there any was there any gear or any highlights in particular that you thought about that was the highlight of Nam? Uh, highlight of Nam, <clears throat> probably. I really so the Pioneer like station had a sort of four directional sort of table like a plus sign almost where where each end had a turntable and like a mixer and they were all hooked up to the same speakers. Um, and so you would watch people have like battles where they would just take turns like scratching So this person would scratch for like four bars or eight bars or whatever And then the, and then they'd hand it off to the next person who would hand it off to the next person and they'd just go in a circle and 
that was super dope. I just I thought it was really cool, just like seeing the community of it like that. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, did you manage to swing by the uh, Beat Junkies booth? I did. Yeah, the Beat Junkies booth was another highlight <clears throat> for me. Um, I I mean, those dudes are just um, fantastic. So it was just like those are like real turntablists, you know, like real DJs um, and. Not that if you're not a turntablist, you're not a real DJ, because I wouldn't consider myself a turntablist either. And I'd like to consider myself a real DJ. So it's Absolutely. not like you have to be one or the other, but it was just cool seeing, like, for the culture, like, those dudes, like, are so talented. Uh, and it was just, uh, they kept it, like, bumping the whole time. I feel like their booth was, like, one of the most exciting booths around. There was always a crowd, there were doing giveaways, they were, like, super involved with everyone. It was super cool. To be honest, <clears> I, I thought, like, the, the actual like DJ area was the kind of really the most popping part of all of Nam. Uh, you had like Ultimate Ears, you had Technics, shout out to Chuck, uh, Stokyo, um, Reloop of course, Hercules. There was like, everybody was there and everybody was having great performances. Like man, shout out Sunny and OP uh, and Tony at <coughs> Ultimate Ears too. I just want to, oh I see Mighty Rel is in the chat. I saw, I met Mighty Rel speaking of Twitch connections. Um, I've only ever, ever met Mighty Rel on, Twi uh, on Twitch, and then I finally got to meet him in person, which was super dope. Isn't that crazy? So dope. Uh, we got Tricks a Million in the, in, the, in the chat. We got DJ Keytron. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. We got Anthony Quest. Shout out, Anthony. Much love. Appreciate you. Yeah, good. To, good to see you guys all tuning in. Um, but let's let's bring it back to the the turntablist thing. Actually, I had a question I want to ask you. You yep. said you don't consider yourself a turntablist. I, I would not consider myself a turntablist. No, um, I. I can definitely like, if you see me DJ, you know that I can cut and I can scratch and I can do little baby chirps and like, I get creative with it and fun with it and I, I feel like I'm good enough for my purposes, but I'm, I've never ever been like creating routines or like doing really technical scratches. I'm also pretty bad at scratching with my left hand, so like I mostly just scratch with my right hand. Um, so no, I wouldn't consider myself like a turntablist because I'm like nowhere near ready to like I would never like, I'm not at a place where I could like put together a scratch routine for like a three style type competition. Like that's not my bag, that's not my expertise. So no. That's fair, man. I think, um, you know, not to make it to a bit of like a cooking reference, but I feel like scratching is like a spice. Yeah. And if you put too much on, it's kind of like you can't eat. It's too hot. <laughs> um, or too much salt or even, you know, yeah. like it, just, it kind of ruin, it can ruin the meal, right? I mean, it can, I suppose. Yeah, I think it, entirely depends on context yes like if you're DJing a standard Friday night at a bar like and people just want to dance to the music that they know and they like then you can go overboard with the scratching right like people don't want to see like complex routines uh, you know with like boom bap tracks from the 90s when when they just want to hear Drake on a Friday sure yeah if that's if that's the gig you're doing um, but if it's a gig that calls for it then it's sweet if you have that skill so it just depends on the context and if you're trying to go to competitions or if you're just trying to like dj your friend's birthday party you know or there's just so many different you know contexts i feel like um that's actually something that the beat junkies do so well i so i gotta give a shout out to the beat junkies i love the beat junkies so much and i remember you and i were at that booth yep. and we were like yo this is like they have the balance of like party rocking scratching uh you know interesting track selection you know yep. kind of a couple kind of b-sides or, or just unknown remixes or something that really just elevates the whole thing and puts you on to shit, right? A hundred percent. I mean, we were talking about that earlier in the sense of just like, one of the best things a DJ can do is 
take a song or songs that the crowd either doesn't know or doesn't really like just on their own they don't really like this artist or this track or whatever but because of the way it's presented by the dj you like it yeah you know the way they bring it in the way they cut it up the way they the context they put behind it like that is the the best djs will make you love whatever it is that they're playing because they play it in such a cool unique way so yeah they they are amazing at that shout out beat junkies yeah um, <clears throat> i also want to give a quick shout out to a couple other people in here we got dj kleptic we got Kid Koo, shout out Kid Koo. We got Major Nazer, good to see you Major Nazer. And it's Danny, what's up Danny? Uh, Danny. Good to see the homies in the good chat. Good to see you. <clears throat> um, it's, man, um, that being said though, we're still gonna keep it on the scratch tip. I yeah. wanted to ask you like, if you could name a song or any songs that have like scratches on it that you think is like kind of like a great example of so scratching on a song. Um. Off the top of my head, I can't name any. I know there has to be a zillion Kanye songs and a zillion like Lil Wayne songs that have scratches in them, but I can't name any off the top of my head. Cause like, yeah, Gold Digger got A-Track on it. Kanye Gold Digger. Right, there you go, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, and I'm gonna take it like into the crates right now. I'm gonna go um, old school, um, mainly cause I was, I think we were talking about this album um, and I was like, hey, you know, do you know about this Dr. Octagon song? And I was like, I'm going to like age myself pretty bad here, but I got to play you Dr. Octagon, Bear Witness. This is like one of the first songs I heard with like amazing scratches on it. Um, so if we're good to go with sound, yeah. yep, uh, I'm just going to play you the song Bear Witness. Creating rap music because I never dug disco. I really like disco just for the record but uh <laughs> yeah i just really wanted to play that song it's a it's a it's a jam um and i see in the chat though I, um, and this is really relevant i'm glad that we have this kind of like live interaction with everybody happening right now because anthony quest brought up that miles medina, medina who's also from the bay and was at lamb um is scratching on that new pilo joint um so oh which one uh it's called good uh i'm gonna see if i can pull it up real quick my uh wi-fi miles shout out miles by the way one of the goats yeah right and actually actually that's Insanely one of those djs right yeah he's he's the perfect example of someone who like has that perfect bridge between the technical ability and the ability to party rock and like make it fun and inclusive for everyone like not just people who are into djing you know yeah like anyone sees a miles medina set they're having a good time and so shout out miles that dude is a legend yeah okay so i'm having <clears> a little <throat> trouble pulling that one up right now but um we'll get to it um let me just let me just log into the internet here um Shout out if you're—I don't know if you're watching Miles, but if you even if you're even listening on the replay, um, you definitely are an inspiration. Shout out um, the whole Bay Area shortcut, man. There's just so many incredible DJs. You're from the Bay Area, right? I am. I am. Shout out Bay Area. And that must have had some kind of influence on on you as a DJ, right? Like, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like I mean, like 
the being from the Bay Area is like it's a very special thing. I mean, I know like I feel like people from the Bay are very very proud of being from the Bay and it's like an ethnicity almost like we're all just like we kind of all get each other and we're from the same place and we all grew up with the same music and and the same culture um so yeah I mean being from the Bay was a huge influence on me for sure I mean like so many so many talented DJs um so much good music such good culture I mean yeah so Bay Area gets hyphy we got the Bay Area in the chat already we got yeah we got that go Aris repping the Bay um, I hope I'm, I'm getting that right. Um, anyways, I'm not going to have much luck with loading up this new Pilo and Larry June song, but if you are listening, check it out. It's called Good, and it features Miles Medina on the cut. Uh, it's a banger. And uh, I mean, Pilo's, man, Pilo's a shit. Larry June's a shit. Both Bay Area. Both, both goats. Shout out Bay Area. Shout out Larry June. Shout out Pilo. Shout out Miles. Oh, we got Stank Palmer in the chat. He's also Stank Palmer, what it do? Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's my favorite track uh, with scratch. Well, one of the my favorite tracks. I also feel like DJ Premier got to be mentioned when we're talking about scratching on tracks, right? There's so yeah, there's just so <laughs> many so many goats. It's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> just like I, I hope I can live up to all these amazing DJs one day. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes is that's the lane, and we can just figure out our own. But yeah, um, fair enough. Now, um, you mentioned the other day when we 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 were hanging out here um, that you're really into some of the new music genres coming out. Yeah. Um, and you had some fun names. You have like some playlists that you have on Spotify that describe uh, the newer artists coming out, like uh, Pink Panthers uh, and some other. Oh yeah. yeah, what's my Spotify playlist? I think it's called. Um, I have it like a. It's a, like a private Spotify playlist called. Uh, uh, I think it's called Cute Drum and Bass, um, <laughs> because that's exactly what Pink Panthers is like, and I. Love Pink Pantheress. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I've never known. It's Pink Pantheress, right? That's I think what, so. That's, yeah. that's what I've always thought. But like the pink, like I, I and other DJs I know have called it the Pink Pantheress effect, where like she came out with like that new sound, or it's not really a new sound, but it's like new to I think America, because like that sort of drum and bass and like UK garage type stuff is like big in the UK and has been forever. But, like, that type of sound in America has not really historically been, like, on the radio airwaves, you know? So she kind of broke that mold and became, like, a big artist in America and, like, worldwide and made it, like, that type of music super accessible. And I feel like now I see a ton of artists that are doing, like, uh, very, very similar type types of music where it's, like, a, like a light, fun cute R&B female vocal like on top of these like drum and bass breaks like yep. and it's such a cool I love it we got some funny uh, some people in the chat uh, Tricks a Million calls it D&B R&B I like that yeah D&B R&B there you go cute, cute, cute D&B players we need that playlist someone in my yeah I, 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 there's only like seven eight songs on the playlist I'll but take it I'll, <laughs> I'll, take I'll send it, it anyway. uh, someone in my Twitch chat one time I was playing Pink Panther S and Someone referred to the genre as yassified matrix music, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so I'm really into that whole sound. Um, and then just super into um, recently, like all the like cool hyper pop stuff that's been coming out, like that I think was born out of artists like Sophie. Um, Oh and yeah, shout out Sophie, man. Yeah, big shout out Sophie. I mean, a legend, produ legendary producer, uh, rest in peace, super legendary. But um, yeah, so like 
artists that come out of that and um, and like I don't know there's so many different there's like 100 Gex and there's like so many different like uh, sort of corners of hyper pop or what Charlie you might, XCX Charlie XCX would be in there and then I'm like a Charlie's Angel just so you know is that what they call the fans <laughs> yeah oh I'm a Charlie's Angel too I didn't know All right, that Charlie's hey, Angel. hey. Uh, I love Charlie XCX and then her the dude who produced um, I believe not her most recent album but the one before that maybe and his probably has some production credits on her recent album too, if not all the credits. Um, his name is A.G. Cook. Um, okay, yeah. Super talented producer, but also has his own music too. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been really into that whole, that just, just it's really interesting production. It's poppy, but it's also really produced and it's electronic and it's, um, it's super catchy and uh, all, all kinds of cool artists in that, in that, in that world. There's like Eric D.O.A., who's like really young, I think he's gotta be like 19 or something, and he's killing it. Um, and he's more on the like edge of like hyper pop that's like kind of like emo, pop punk inspired. Mm -hmm. um, then there's a dude named Breakants, who I've been really into, um, who's also kind of on that sort of emo slash pop punk inspired wave. I don't know, it's just, it's just cool seeing all these like different sounds yeah. that I hadn't heard before. Like this is just like a new, I can't categorize it. Because most songs, you know, they come out and you're like, oh yeah, this sounds like uh, this kind of song <laughs> yeah, or that kind of, yeah. like you can, in your brain you can categorize it. But like this stuff, when I first heard it, I was like, I don't even know where to put this. You know what I mean? Like, which I thought was so super refreshing. I feel like it's almost like a continuation of the SoundCloud era a little bit, you know, where producers were really doing stuff. And there's, there's actually a dude from Vancouver I really like and, and uh, Paul Carlozak actually put me onto him was um, uh, Kmo. He does like kind of like it's like bedroom pop, but really hyper pop production. That's it's like sick. That kind of middle ground. I don't know how to how to describe it, but I feel like uh, well, first of all, I want to say shout out drum and bass. I know Scotty, if you're listening, which I hope you are. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Uh, he's my boss. Um, oh, <laughs> he, lo he loves drum and bass. <laughs> we got that girl Eris. I know that girl Eris, big drum and bass fan. Um, <clears throat> I, I want to play. I want to play a Pink Panther song just for context. Uh, since we're talking about context, uh, this one's just for me. On the street of a house in which he stayed And my diary's full of your name on every page Cause I've read somewhere you're falling off with me I'll try and try again one day you'll see Your hair's under my pillow so I sleep And I'm dreaming of you leaving roses on my feet I'm obsessed with you in a way I can't believe When you wipe your tears do you wipe them just for me? So we gotta kind of stop it there. The uh, old DMCA. We don't get strikes here. I feel like I have to say that every time. It was like a a free warning. So uh, so the people at DMCA, whoever they are, <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but outside of Pink Panthers, um, and thank you guys in the chat for uh, for uh, asking Scotty to give me a raise. Um, <laughs> He actually did, so, hey. so thank you, Scotty. Big shout out, Scotty. Um, and shout out to the helicopter coming by. We're in downtown Los Angeles, after yeah. all. Yeah, we are. Um, so we're keeping it real. <laughs> um, so, um, so speaking outside of Pink Pantherus, uh, what are who are some of the um, the artists, the sounds that you're you know you're finding really exciting? Uh, yeah. So like I was saying a second ago, like Eric Doa oh, yes, right. is super cool. 
Breakance is super cool. I'm super into Arca, uh, which if you've ever listened to Sophie, um, feels similar. It's very ex- Arca's music is very experimental. Uh, it's hard to categorize. Some songs are like reggaeton. Arca's Venezuelan, and like I believe, um, and like some songs are like reggaeton leaning, but then some are just like hyper experimental, just like soundscapes almost. Like some songs are like I think one of, one of Arca's songs is like an hour long or something. And oh, it's just okay. like experimental uh and i just i just love um the sounds that they're that they're making so um i guess who else i'm super into unique um, oh from new jersey like i jersey think Club? so yeah 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 uh, u-n-i-i-q yeah shout out unique if shout you're listening unique. um i booked unique for south by southwest strato stage 2015 so wow yeah big fan that's yeah unique is sick um uh, who else have I been into lately? I don't know. That, those are what come to mind. You did talk. I remember when, when we were hanging hanging out, though. You talked about how much you like reggaeton, and um, and uh, can you play some Bad Bunny? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally playing it right now. And that's a thing, though, right? That happened to me the other day. Did it? While yeah. you were playing, ba- I yeah. think I saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was playing a Bad Bunny song, and this girl came up and goes. Do you take requests? And I was like, "What's the song?" And she goes, "Can you just play anything by Bad Bunny?" And I, I was playing a Bad Bunny song when she asked that, and I said, "This is Bad Bunny." And she was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I know, but uh, can you play more Bad Bunny?" And I was like, "Okay." I don't, I don't think she realizes it's a Bad Bunny song. It's okay. Did you play more Bad Bunny? Though? I did at some point, and she didn't even react. Oh. Yeah, she was like sitting down. And I, I actually think that was a good. I, I like a Bad Bunny request. I know it's a hot topic on the internet. Uh, I love Bad Bunny. I was playing a yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Bad Bunny. No, no shade, Bad Bunny. Um, but uh, also in the reggaeton uh, canon, uh, could you mind if I play you a, a, a reggaeton artist that I'm really into? Please. Um, actually, just I want to shout out Tambo J, uh, my partner. I was like, hey, what's your favorite favorite Tokisha song right now? Um, and, and she was like, oh, this is the one. It's uh, I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Tukuntazo. Uh, anyways, this is Tukuntazo. It's um, Tokisha. Tokisha is uh, from Dominican Republic. And this is a vibe. And um, I want to talk a little bit more about reggaeton after we talk about Sweet, this Sweet, yeah, yeah. So uh, check it out. And shout out Tambo J. That's Tokisha. Um, <clears throat> definitely go check her out. And she's on the Rosalia album. Um, you know, reggaeton's really having a moment right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, reggaeton and like Latin music in general, I feel like is um, is huge. I mean, like, I, th- I mean, if you look at guys like Bad Bunny and um, J Balvin and Rosalia and like whoever, like they're they're like top of the worldwide charts. It's not like just Latin America. Like they're killing it across the board, which is dope. Yeah. Yeah, well, like when that bad, I mean, a couple of years ago, that Bad Bunny record uh, dropped, um, the one with the truck on it, I'm, I'm sorry, 
I uh, forget the name too. But it is so good. Like I, I actually listened to that record. I couldn't put it down. I would just like listen to that every day. I was like, man, I feel like this is. I'm like a dedicated like stan of this guy now. Yeah, mine was the um, the one before that was like a hundred X pre or whatever that night. That was the name of the album. Right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Is it the kid with the, the on the bike? On the I, I can't even remember. But I remember that whole album. I was obsessed with. Um, and I don't speak Spanish. But no, like, you don't have to. I, no, you don't have to. I mean, that's the best part. And and shout out like Tiny, the the producer. Uh, from yeah. Dead, like, there's a bunch oh of them. Oh my god. But Tiny's a beast, man. Holy shit. That dude's killing it. I feel like every bang in reggaeton b is produced by him i'm just like this guy doesn't stop right it's pretty crazy he's like the like latino timbaland or something right? i don't know he's just <laughs> real. killing it well, yeah. The, yeah well the latino oh no he doesn't sing so he can't be the pharrell but yeah i know but the dude's just on the, he's just, just killing it across the board which is sweet we got some more people in the chat i want to give a big shout out to dj miss ninja who was great to see yo at the pioneer booth too at nam we got dj miggy in the chat we got manila ice oh scarn on Mental Ice, we got Carl Corral, who I also met uh, in real life at uh, NAMM for the first time. Fire. Uh, we got uh, Yuri's, Yuri's uncle, Master Lee, in here. Uh, who else? Trying to, give the, trying to spread some love in the chat. Appreciate you guys all tuning in. Um, oh, Carl Corral says Austin Mills got a remix of, that, of, the, of the Takesha song. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, but you were talking actually about, when we were talking about, you were talking about how um, the Latin music, like specifically you like, a, you like the the kind of the rawness of it, like the energy, like almost like the distorted vocals and, and that kind of like... Yeah. How did you describe um, it? I don't know if I remember the conversation, but I think recently, like, so as a DJ, like I mostly, because I've been DJing for like 12, 13 years now. And for the vast majority of that time, I was mainly like a hip hop dude, like hip hop DJ. And grew up on all kinds of music, but like that was kind of what I what I felt like I did best, you know, and like wanted to do. Um, and and as I've done that forever, I find like recently I've been more into other sounds that are like just different. And the thing that I'm really into about a lot of Latino music or like Latin music and a lot of Brazilian music and a lot of African music. Uh, is like all of it is super rhythmic and mm. super like it's just like the type of like as compared to what we currently have in like the American like trap scene which is like I love don't get me wrong um, but like I feel like trap beats are often like real straightforward um, and real like polished. sort of just polished and like quantized and snapped and like you know which is its own sound and that's wonderful but like it's super refreshing to hear stuff that's like um, just different. It makes it's at, first of all, it's at completely different BPMs a lot of the time, which already changes the feel. But like stuff that makes you instantly when you hear it, like you can't help but like move your shoulders. You know what I mean? Because yep. it's got a certain bounce to it. It's got a certain shake to it, and that's something that I've really loved about like a lot of world music in general. But specifically recently, I've been into a lot of Afro beats. I'm a piano from South Africa. Bailey funk type stuff from Brazil and and all manner of uh, of Latin music. That's awesome. I, I saw that special says said in the chat uh, when we played the, the the reggaeton. She said hips are activated. That's what I'm saying. It's instant. It's like <laughs> you play stuff like that and you just like you can't help it. Like you you know what I mean. Like that's and and I think it's because maybe just because like a lot of hip hop music in our current like currently on the hip hop scene is not geared toward dancing. Oh yeah. Like because hip hop music in the early 2000s or you know like late 90s or maybe like early 2000s like 
and mid 2000s like prime Timbaland, Pharrell, Neptune's era music was like really really danceable yeah. it, the, the beats were like geared toward that and i feel like we're losing that a little bit right now which is fine you know i don't doesn't have to go one way or the other but like like you hear a lot of these like rap records that come out now and they're and they're much more for the for like a vibe or a certain it's not necessarily like dance dance oriented you know what i mean yeah so i mean yes yeah, certain tracks yeah I, I know exactly what you mean and definitely in that 70 70 60 bpm it's kind of not really up tempo. Um, it's funny. Um, Tricks and Lane says twelve or thirteen years DJing, and still in your twenties. And I was like, yeah, that's that's a flex. <laughs> young, young hobby beats, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, but go ahead. Speaking of your youth, <laughs> um, can we get a, a little bit of a backstory on the introduction to DJing? Totally. Um, I'll give you the, sh- the short version. I guess is that. Um, my uncle is a DJ, um, and as I was growing up, he's, he was DJing through the 80s, 90s. Um, I was born in 94, um, and as I was growing up, I would see him um, DJ every family event, every wedding, every everything. And, and whenever I visited um, his house, he had like this little kind of studio where he had turntables and all these wires and mixers it just it was I just was fascinated by it I thought it was the coolest thing I always wanted to I felt like I was in a spaceship you know and like I just wanted to be in the room and I wanted to learn about how everything worked and I and I and I always really loved music um and I just got to a point I think around 12 or 13 where I um asked him to teach me um and he was like all right and he taught me uh and uh and then it was off to the races from there kind of thing, I guess, yeah. Yeah, shout out uncles, man. Shout out DJ, uncles at DJ. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason I got into it for sure. So big shout out, big shout out. Is, and he's also from the Bay Area? Uh, yeah, he wasn't born there, but, um, oh, maybe he was. I think he was born there, actually. Um, so yeah, yeah, Bay awesome. Area. <laughs> he's been there forever, but I, I, I think he lived in other places at some point, but he's been there for the vast majority of his life. And I believe he was born there, too. Oh, that's awesome. If I'm not mistaken. Um, did your parents also DJ or were they, what was your parents? No, no, no. My mom played piano as a kid. Um, my dad, no music stuff as far as I remember. Um, my, uh, my mom's uncle is a wedding singer. Oh, wow. Um, so there's some musicality in the family for sure. W- yeah. Wedding singer? Like the movie Wedding Singer? I've actually never seen that. Oh, oh my God, you've got to see that I movie. know, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping oh. you would ask me that. I've never seen it. Dude, that movie is great. Um, it's probably the, my favorite Adam Sandler movie, but I'm not going to spoil it for you. Don't spoil it for Hobby Beats, everybody. It's a great movie. I, please, no one tell me. But uh, yeah, he did weddings and he did like clubs and stuff like I don't know back back in the day because he my family's Arab so he would like sing Arabic songs at these like Arab nightclubs I guess back in the day I think in Detroit or something wherever oh, yeah. they were yeah um, that was so that's like my mom's uncle but I, I don't have all the details but that's cool man uh, yeah yeah definitely got a um <laughs> This ninja says, everyone dies at the end. That's not true. <laughs> hey, no spoilers. <laughs> this is a violent, violent wedding. It's really not violent at all. It's, it's best. Actually, I want to shout out Tambo J again. I know that she also um, really likes that movie. And there's an Elvis Costello song in there. If you're not familiar with Elvis Costello, it's a really good, really good tune. Uh, Steve Mell, the airplane scene? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but um, now... Uh, let's get back to the to the, to the topic. And I got some questions still to run through. Um, now, 
when you're DJing, what is the like the most important thing uh, to you as a DJ to convey in your performances? Well, that's a good question. My I think goal, uh, my entire goal is to um, make the crowd have the best night of their life. Like I I just want them to have a an amazing time is my goal, and I guess how I achieve that is like. Um, I want to keep them on their toes. I, I, I like, I'm trying to think like how to answer the question, but like, I, I like to do stuff that, you know, the crowd might not anticipate or might not expect, um, with my mixes and, and the way that I mix. So that involves like mixing genres that are completely unrelated. Um, you do that really well, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate really that. Good. I really appreciate that. Yeah. That's, um, that's something I really love doing because it's just, it's just when you take two things that seem completely unrelated and put them together in the right way, it can make a whole new sound. Absolutely. And, and it's just like, when you're in that middle ground, I think the, for the crowd, it's like, what am I even, I don't know what I'm hearing, but I like it, you know, kind of, and that's the feeling I'm chasing. Like, I, I don't want them to necessarily like, I don't want to be predictable. I don't want to just play like a sort of top 40 playlist, you know, I want to do stuff that they've never heard and they didn't expect. So I guess that's, if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's really cool. I mean, the other, the other thing is, um, obviously, I want to get into, you know, your story with TikTok. Um, you know, I, I, I was going to ask you, you know, like, I, I, f I know you pretty good now. Um, and I feel like that uh, if, if people were to think that defines you, I feel like that's selling you, selling you short, you know, because you're so much more. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, um, I definitely don't want to be only known as a DJ on TikTok. Or I love TikTok and and I love everything I've done, and it's it's changed my life. But uh, I definitely do more than that too. Right. So yeah, yeah. so uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the great thing about having these chats with people. Is I feel like it's like you get to know more about them, and, and that's yeah. actually one of the coolest things. When we first met up, I was like, you know, we talked a bit about stuff on you know over email and stuff, but then you know like meeting you and talking to you and like really hearing about your love of music and all the other things you've done and shout out our friend Segundo who kind of put us in touch. Um, shout out Segundo. Just a little bit the street there. I can probably see him honestly. Yeah. Um, Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but I actually really liked when we caught up actually we talked a little bit about your you know the way that started and I'd love for you to share that. I feel like a lot of people you know, maybe don't know like about that or you know. yeah, like how I got on TikTok and everything. Well, just how it all came together. Yeah. Yeah. So it was completely by accident. Um, and basically, I was in the middle of law school when pandemic hit. Um, so I moved. I've been DJing for like my whole life, right? And then I moved to LA for law school in 2018. So my plan was to graduate law school and be a lawyer, um, and um, made middle of law school, um, pandemic hit, and then we all have to go inside. I was on Twitch pretty quickly after that because I was just bored out of my mind and I did, couldn't do gigs anymore. Cause previous to that, I was like DJing on the weekend all the time and, you know, DJing often. And, um, so I started DJing on Twitch like five, six days a week for like seven months straight during the very beginning of pandemic where we were locked inside, you know? Um, then I got kind of burnt out on that um, just because it was so often and I was literally like, I had finals and stuff. I was still in law school, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a break. Uh, it was in November of 2020 that I decided to take a break from Twitch. Um, then January rolls around and I haven't 
been on Twitch in like a, a bit, and um, I was like yearning for some form of creative outlet or output because I still we still couldn't go DJ at bars or clubs. Um, but I was a little reluctant to get on Twitch just because like I. Apologies for the live stream technical dropout. Returning to the broadcast now. This will be the very last time I'll be seeing Cause you don't even wanna talk And you don't even wanna meet up You don't even wanna be friends Pretend like me Yeah, shout out to G Jordan. Um, shout out Sush, you already know. <laughs> I love, you know what I love about this, like this song and and a lot of what they do is they they really manage to get um, a great. They kind of hit like a almost a ninety, not a two thousands kind of like R and B vibe, but like new. I don't know how to describe. I mean, their album, this album was called "The Space in Between," right? So it's literally to me like this perfect in between of like your classic sort of 90s 2000s r&b vibe but with like new electronic influenced production so space in between and they and they <laughs> occupy that space <laughs> they and, they, and they kill that space they do um now um i know you didn't mention it as one of your your highlight as, as your highlight but one of my highlights and one of the things i saw about um was that you you, you got to do a duet with uh one of my favorite artists of all time and one of my favorite artists of all time yeah, yeah. alicia keys and yeah. i was like damn dude, there's the goals right there i was like i, well, I don't know what i'd do for that yeah but I, yeah I do, do you want to play it yeah, yeah i got it i got it i got it up here so um hopefully we can run this real quick uh, so people know what i'm talking about ready Yo, you probably didn't know it. I've seen a lot of people asking for non hip hop samples. I love it. That's exactly what I'm about to do. That's the one. My favorite Alicia Keys track. Thank you. Mine too. Let's do it. What? Let's go. From the day I saw you, I bring it. Travis Farm. Oh, what? This is the song, I love this. You killing it, brother. Let's go. Man. <laughs> Man, hold on, I got, I got, we got the applause for that. Oh, thank you, thank you. That, um, I came so close to crying when I saw that. Like, <laughs> like I don't cry much uh, at all, really, but uh, I don't cry at all. Uh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it to sound like that. Uh, I don't really cry much, but that that uh, it got me really, really close. Uh, that was a crazy moment for me um, because Alicia Keys is just like I don't have to tell anyone, anyone anywhere that she's a legend. I mean, she's yeah, yeah, a yeah. legend, and so 
What's crazy too is that she duetted that video like months after I posted it. So I did like I had forgotten about that video. You know what I mean? Like it was just completely in the past. And then all of a sudden I saw this and I was like, <laughs> like it was just uh, insane. And that was literally a video I made in my bedroom in between classes during Zoom school. Like it's pretty nuts. You know, I, I think this actually is one of the things that I really wanted to just touch on is I think this is one of the things that TikTok has finally uh, shown. And and it's, it's a bit of a maybe a hot topic. Uh, you know, within the, within the world of, of music, you know, DJs, I, I have to say, they kind of get shat on, you know, a little bit with by the industry because of copyright stuff and things like that. And, um, you know, because, because of copyright and publishing and the industry just not being conducive to supporting DJs, DJs often get their shit taken away, their content, you know, uh, banned or, you know, we've all lost sound, SoundCloud accounts or, mm. you know, if they had things blocked and now they're blocking music on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, but... DJs have been doing for music what TikTok has been has, is doing for music now. For yeah, decades. yeah, totally, totally. It's the same. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Like we're we're. I think I heard Diplo say this in a in an interview recently, which I thought was a really good way of putting it. He was like, DJs are culture processors that intake all this culture and then like communicate it in a way to people who don't have the time or can't or like what you know what I mean like they just give you what you need in the right way um, so that you enjoy it you know exactly. and, and that was like such an interesting take I'd never heard that term before and I was like yeah that sounds pretty accurate and that's kind of like what TikTok is I mean it creates a lot of culture too and DJs too too but but yeah it's a very similar function yeah and I think like I mean I bet Alicia Keys enjoyed you know a handful got a more attention on a song that she wrote you know at least you know at this point probably 15 years ago now you know well that's the funny thing too is like it's a great thing for even artists like that what's that one song that went viral of that dude with skating with the drinking ocean spray oh yeah dreams Fleetwood Mac yeah like that song I think was like top of the charts so right. you know what I mean like and that's great you know for whoever owns the masters to that or whoever owns the right to that like that's awesome so um it's uh, it's a really powerful tool, you know. Like, um, I can't, I don't, I've never worked in a label, but I know people who like have worked at labels or adjacent or whatever in that world in the music industry. And like, everything I hear is just how how much TikTok is like driving yes. so much right now because, you know, it's like if you're not on TikTok as an artist or whatever, what are you doing? You know, like, well, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, pretty crazy. Oh, absolutely. Um, shout out to, dog, thank you, Hellasu. Shout out dog to Dogface. Face. Yes, Dogface. Um, and um, Mick Fleetwood ended up duetting him. Oh, that's dope. I'm, I'm with that. You know, like, that's the cool thing. You know, it's, it's kind of, yeah, like you said, bringing people together, showing them new music. That's literally what DJs do. That's like, I mean, I hope, hope you do, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I hope you do, too. I and hope I, everyone does. <laughs> I mean, this, the whole point of this podcast, I hope, is, is in a similar way, like letting you people know about people at Happy Beats and then also putting us on to new music that we may not know about. Um, so, um, yeah. Now, also, uh, one of the great art, uh, things I've seen you, you, you do recently with um, speaking of highlighting an artist's content was um, you, you got um, you remixed a track from Asago. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Um, I actually haven't released it. I need to. I need to redo that. <laughs> yeah, man. I need, I need to a finish it and b uh, release it. But I got hit up by like a, 
basically Masego was releasing an NFT for Tadao, which is that song, right? With, and uh, French kiwi juice? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Who's from New Zealand? I think, yeah, I think the kiwi part. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, and so the NFT sort of like, the music NFT company that he was working with like hit me up um, to make a remix as like a way to like promo the NFT because the NFT came with the stems for the track Ooh. is what was like so the you cool got the stems? Thing. Yeah, so oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna talk. Uh. <laughs> I might have the stems, um, but yeah, so that's how that came about, um, which was really cool. It was really fun. Dope. I actually made that remix in. Did I make it in? I think I made it in Canada. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, because you were in Toronto. I was in Toronto when yeah. I posted that video. Yeah, I think I may have made it in Canada. Well, yeah. We're going we're gonna to consider that CanCon now. <laughs> <laughs> so please put it out. It was 30% play yes, in, yes, in Canada. Yes, yes, yes. That's dope. Um, but, it's funny, I know all about CanCon because my girlfriend works in radio uh, in Canada. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so I know all about CanCon. Oh, yeah, yeah, shout out CanCon, man. Yeah. It's the only way you can get Drake and Justin Bieber. The yeah, 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 we're good. Um, I, so, yeah, shout out your girl, man. Uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Is she a DJ, too? No, she uh, she's like a music director and a programmer, like music programmer, and like on air, like she's like talks on air and stuff, too. Oh, no. Yeah, so she's like doing Justin Bieber giveaways and all yeah. that. Yeah. So. What station? I mean, I don't want to blow up your spot, but. Uh. No, she. it's like a local station near Kingston okay. um, so I don't think outside of Kingston I don't know if you could hear it okay um, but, that's dope yeah. Yeah. man independent radio you know it's, uh, it's it's dope you know it's important it's super cool it's it, well it's a real radio station it's not like a, it's not like one of those like internet independent radios or something it's like okay. a, but it's just I think it's only locally broadcast like I don't think you can hear it outside of the city or whatever I don't, I don't know how that all works but it's not like a it's not like a giant multi-city station I think nice um but, but yeah, CanCon. Yeah, love CanCon. Um, but in, in addition to you know DJing, you, you, like you said, you're making beats. We really got to get that remix. I'd love, I'd love it. I was really enjoying. That. I know. I, I gotta finish it because I, I just, I feel like, because I, I only made enough for like the TikTok because it was like TikTok post I, I made. So I only have like a minute of it. So like, I need to like flesh it out. <laughs> I mean, Pink Panthers and Tiara White make one one minute songs. Honestly, you know? that's very true. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to know like what what can we kind of expect from. From, from you in the next couple months, or what do you got, what do you got coming up? Um, I'm actually really busy right now, which is a blessing. Um, you know, I feel very happy and blessed to be busy. Everyone wants to be booked and busy, and and that's that's great. Um, but it doesn't leave me a lot of time for like what I'm what I personally want to really do, which is uh, produce my own stuff. Um, and so I've been working on producing stuff. I don't have anything I'm ready to share with the world quite yet. Um, but I heard a snippet. Yeah. I heard some stuff. Yeah, you may have heard some stuff. It was sounding amazing, man. Oh, thank you, man. I'm glad you liked it. Um, but um, so I'm working on some stuff. I'm still trying to find my sound. Um, but I, my goal is to like release something by the end of the year. I'd like to. I don't know if that would be like on SoundCloud or officially on like Spotify or something. Because if it's like you know something where I can't clear samples or whatever, and it's then I'd, I'd probably just put it on SoundCloud. But um, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just really busy. Um, I'm gonna be in Arizona um, this coming week for the Beyond the Music retreat. Oh yeah! Shout um, out Beat Source. Shout out Beat Source. Shout out Vice. Um, who else is that hosted by DJ City as well? Yeah, DJ yeah. City and Beat Source kind of the same company. Right, right. Um, and, 
Mr. St. James is going to be there too. So oh, you sick. guys got to link up. I'll see you there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be a panelist at that. And I'm actually going to be, I think my panel is like just about like um, social media and how to grow your socials and stuff. And I think Bella Fiasco is on my panel as well, who's huge on Twitch, if yeah, any yeah. of you know. Um, Mellow D is on my panel and, <laughs> and Nick Spinelli. Um, so D Nice is going to be there too. I think a ton of people yeah. are going to be there. Yeah, D Nice is. Yeah, D Nice is. I think they just announced that. So that should be really fun. I'll be there, and then, and then basically right after that, I'm off to France for a week. Oh, um, nice! Which is really exciting. I've never been to Europe. Um, so, oh, never? No, no. Oh, man. So I'm stoked. I'm I'm uh, like doing some like. I'm going to DJ a little bit, and then also be on this like panel for this. Uh, this like big advertising marketing convention slash festival that like TikTok's taking part in. Um, so yes, I'll be there for that too. Um, and then I'm like in New York DJing a wedding after that, and then I DJing another wedding the week. So it's just like I guess it's like everyone's getting married too right now. Oh, yeah. all, my, yeah. all my friends are getting married, and they all need a DJ, and I happen to be the guy they know. <laughs> so and I can't, you know, I can't say no; they're my friends. So uh, I'm just busy, but, but but things are really good. I, I really really want to focus on producing though. So that's 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 the goal. Awesome, man. You know? Well, yeah, like I said, we got to get that Masego remix. Sounds like you could probably do it, make it official. You got the the link there. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. yeah. But um, before you know, before we go, I got a couple, just a couple more questions. And if you've got any questions in the audience, um, you know, we're gonna have to wrap it up pretty soon here. So, just jump, uh, throw your question in the chat, and we'll try and ask um, Happy Beats your question. But um, one of the questions we ask everybody who's on the show is, what the show's about is, what does the power of music mean to you? The power of music to me means. It's very related to why I love DJing. You know, one of the reasons I love DJing so much, which is I feel like um, I can connect with people really well through music, whether I'm DJing or not DJing, but like people that I might never speak to in my normal day-to-day -day life or I might not never cross, cross paths with or, or we just come from completely different worlds or nationalities or languages or whatever when it comes to music that's like as cliche as it sounds it's like a universal language right absolutely so but i found that to be so true and there's no better feeling to me like when i'm djing than when i pull up to a latin wedding or something to dj and i'm not latino right and then i drop a song and then people look at me like how do you know this? Like, you know this song? Like, yo, like, who's this guy? And then now we're best friends in one second. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to talk to them. Like, they just, we get each other, yeah. you know, or, or whatever it might be. And, and so it's, it's that level of connect being like, music is like, like, uh, it just connects people. I don't know. It just connects people. It's like, it just makes that so it just makes that sync up so easy and that's what I love about it and like again all these people like if I'm at a club or whatever there's all kinds of different people that are in front of you as a DJ and when I get to a point where I can connect with each of them in a different way at a different point through the night you know whatever and I just make eye contact with people and they're having a great time and they're like yeah it's like that's the that's the power of music to me that's amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that um well, yeah. So the last question I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, um, and that is a celebration this month. It's June. It's uh, Pride Month, 
and uh, you know it's a, it's a time to celebrate um, our friends in the LGBTQ community. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, you know, what's one of your favorite artists? There are so many um, that come to mind are like Frank Ocean, uh, Arca, Sid, uh, Sophie. Uh, that's that's what comes to mind, but. There's so many. Frank Ocean's probably in my top five artists of all time. Right? Yeah, so it's probably going to be Frank Ocean. Um, I, I don't actually have a list. No, 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 no. Not because right. I could never put anyone at number one or two or three or whatever, but he has to be in the top five somewhere, unranked, but top five. Absolutely. Frank Ocean, yeah. And he's so important to like the music industry, too, the way he kind of like changed a lot of perceptions about, about uh, that issue specifically, and then also just taking ownership of his music. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Frank is a, a living legend. A is, yeah, yeah. Shout out Frank. Shout out Frank. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got like a little bit more, a uh, little bit of time for questions. If anyone wants to ask anything, but um, shit, what's your favorite Frank Ocean song? I'm so bad at these questions because there's so many. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I can't pick one. Um, Could we do? Should we, would it be easier if we if I asked you what's your favorite Frank Ocean album? That would be a little easier. Um, I think it would have to be Nostalgia Ultra, the the mixtape. Um, just because that was my first exposure to Frank Ocean and I was still in high school at the time. I was, I think, a junior in high school. And that was like right around the time that I like really, um, it's, I think around that age is when you really start understanding and connecting with music on a deeper level. And he was the artist for me that made me think about music on a much deeper level, I feel like. Because I started actually resonating with things and like, it just, it wasn't just like for listening. It was just like, oh, this is like an art form, and yeah. you know. So I, I probably nostalgia ultra, but very closely tied slash right next to Channel Orange. Yeah, personally. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there? Um, I see Tricks Millane put it in there. Pyramids. That's a jam. Pyramids is one of my favorite tracks of all time by Frank. Yeah, it's a inc- especially the second half. Is that the one you're gonna play? Is that the track you're gonna play at the, on the, to get the dance floor going? Is that the Frank Ocean joint? <laughs> I don't know if Pyramids is the one to get the dance floor going. <laughs> it's probably not. Uh, dance floor Frank. Uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, wow, uh, a tornado flew around my Dance floor. You'd be surprised. I feel like people all love that song. And you can play it. Everyone's going to be singing. They might not not be dancing, but they'll be singing. (laughs) What's the something? No, what is it? Frank Ocean. What is the song? Oh, Crack Rock is great. What is it? Crack, 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 crack. Yeah, that's a jam. Uh, Everything. Uh, you can see I got I Shout got out Stank Palmer, a potato flew around my room. Thinking about you. Thinking about, about you. you. Yeah, man. Is this, is this in my library? Is this the mo- Oh, there we go. We got a bunch of different... We got the Subtrack remix. We got Ryan Hammersworth bootleg. I also have like six versions of it. I don't know why. Um, but, but, but I'm going to play... This is going to be our song that we go... Um, a potato flew around my room. Songs for... Stank Palmer. Stank. Songs for Women is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll write out to that song, but um, I just wanted to take this moment, you know, celebrating Pride Month. So much of the music as DJs and so much DJ culture owes so much to the LGBTQ community. 100%. And I really just wanted to make sure that we acknowledge that in case there's not another interview this month for whatever reason. Um, my family's coming to visit, so I'll be off work, so um, might be a minute. But yeah, thank you to that community and, and for all the music and the, and the spaces that you've created and, the, and, and all that. Um, you know, we, we owe a lot to, to the, that community and, and we still need to make sure that we are, uh, you know, creating safe spaces for, for people in the LGBTQ community. 
So um, yeah, trans lives matter. Um, that's that's all that's all we're gonna save at that. Um, 100%. But um, man, it's been amazing having you on the show. Likewise. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you to everyone who who, uh, who tuned in. I appreciate you guys all being here. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll just roll, roll right out to uh, Frank Ocean. Think about you, and uh, hope to see you guys again uh, in here soon. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, probably. Thank you for having me. Appreciate right. you.